What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Hustle and Film. I'm your host, Majestic Kingston, and today we're going to be talking about the 2012 sci-fi thriller mystery, Chronicle. This film was uh, directed by a gentleman named uh, Josh Trank, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And um, it was written by uh, another gentleman by the name of Max Landis. Uh, you don't know who that is. Uh, he's directed, well, yeah, he's wrote and directed a few movies. Uh, he's uh, written films such as Bright. Um, he's uh, written uh, a few uh, short films. And um, I know he's uh, up for uh, up for uh, screenwriting the uh, American Werewolf in London remake. And, uh, you know, like, um, I remember seeing the original with that, and uh, I want to see what his take would be on with the uh, new reimagining of uh, that film. But uh, he, he's a decent writer. You know, I like uh, I like a few things that he's written. And um, But uh, the first thing that I came across that he's wrote um, is um, this film out here, Chronicle. Uh, Chronicle is a, uh, you know, it's a pretty interesting uh, sci-fi, like drama, you know, thriller, you know, film about these three individuals, uh, high school individuals. Um, uh, their names are Andrew, Matt, and uh, Steve. And um, Steve is played by uh, the incredible Michael B. Jordan. Um, you know, you might see him seen them from such films as uh, Creed and um, uh, Black Panther and um, Fruitvale Station and uh, many others that he starred in. You know, great actor, great actor. And, um, you know, but uh, the film is it centers around these three individuals. Uh, like I said, Andrew, Steve, and uh, Matthew, well, Matt, as they call them. Um, they uh, gain these superpowers um, that they uh, discover underground at this uh party um because um they uh all went to this party well they all met up at this party because um the film centers around andrew uh he's like uh filming the uh the uh events of the film because it's like a found footage type film uh if you get what i don't get what i'm saying it's almost like a documentary style um cinematography like uh, the blair witch project or uh the movie the paranormal activity and a few other films that are shot in that um, type of vein, but it's not like the film is a. It's a. It's not like it's one camera that's uh, picking up all this footage and audio. It's multiple cameras. Like it's like the whole film is a. Uh, is shot and edited in in a found footage documentary type style because uh the title itself Chronicle it it it, it um it, its meaning if I'm not mistaken is um like a a historical format like it's like a it, it's like another word for documents his, of historical events, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, you know, like the film is um, shot in that vein and in that style. But it's mostly shot from the, per, the perspective, excuse me, the perspective of uh, Andrew, our uh, main protagonist. He, um, he's like I said, he's a high school kid. He's um, he's sort of an outcast. Well, not sort of. He, he is an outcast because um, he has no friends, you know. Like he's, you know, by, a lot of times he's by himself. He's, uh, you know, he uh, eats lunch by himself. Uh, you know, the school bullies, they mess with him, you know, on occasion. And um, his dad, you know, he's an alcoholic that, you know, bullies him as well. You know, his mother is uh, sick with uh, cancer, if I'm not mistaken. And um, 
we don't um we don't really know what type of cancer she has they, they don't really go into it but uh, she's uh battling uh, a serious uh case of cancer and um i think it might be lung cancer because uh they do talk about how uh she's not able to breathe at times and stuff so i believe it's lung cancer but his mother is very sick in the film and uh, he's he's just you know he's a kid that you know he's going through a tough time and you know he's in high school you know he doesn't have a girlfriend you know he's just uh alone and uh he decides to buy a camera uh he saves up some money i guess and um he buys a camera and uh, he decides to document everything that he sees because he tells that to his father at the beginning of the film because father the film opens with his father trying to bang on his door and trying to get into his room his door is locked and uh, he's telling him like like what do you want and stuff like that like, like i'm trying to get ready for school and stuff and his dad is um, clearly drunk and he's trying to, you know, get in. And um, I guess so he can, uh, you know, beat him and abuse him, you know, just, you know, make a fool out of him. But um, he uh, tells him, hey, I'm filming everything from here on out. And, you know, he's, you know, he, you know, he basically tells him that he bought a camera and that he's uh, just going to record everything that he sees and hears. And um, the father, like he ends up, you know, giving up on trying to get in and walks away, you know, and, um, He's picked up by his cousin, um, uh, Matt, you know, like I said, because so, the film centers around three characters. Uh, it, it mostly centers on Andrew, but it's three you know, main characters, uh, you know, like I say, Andrew, Matt and uh, Steve, who we see in the film. But uh, he um, is picked up by his cousin, uh, Matt, you know, that's his um, cousin. And, um, you know, they have their relationship is kind of, you know, on and off. Like they hung out when they were younger, like things were better when they were um, kids and, you know. But as when they got to high school, things they start to drift apart as uh, cousins and and, uh, and family, and um you know like um Matt I guess popularity um, has grown when um he was in high school and like I said uh Andrew I guess you know he wasn't popular at all he was always an outcast he was always the the kid that was like left on the sideline you know but um Matt uh invites a uh, Andrew to the um, this party that's um going on. It's like a it's like a raid party that's um gonna be out in the middle of uh, nowhere. And um the the film I believe takes place in uh, Seattle, Washington. And um um this party takes place like out in um you know kind of like in like a woodsy kind of area. And um you know he invites him and he's like, well I don't know I don't do parties. And he's like he's like come on you need to get out you know see some people and you know have a good time and stuff. You know he's trying to encourage him to kind of you know stand up for himself and just kind of hey man get out and have some fun you know like you know you only live once you know you need to you know get out and you know you know meet some people and you know have some fun and um you know he's like all right i'll think about it and um you know andrew he's at school he's filming his uh students you know well his you know felt you know classmates and um the other students that's uh in the school and um he gets harassed by the bullies that we run into they end up taking his camera and playing around with his camera and um, giving it back to him. And, you know, he's like, you know, annoyed by it, obviously. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he's at lunch and uh, he's filming the cheerleaders and the girls. They kind of get, you know, creeped out by him filming and uh, they tell him to stop filming. And he's like, oh, wasn't filming. You know, he, you know, he, he was filming them, but he wasn't trying to be in a He wasn't filming them in a creepy way. They took it the wrong way. But I understand, you know, someone's pointing the camera at you unknowingly and, um, you are being filmed. I can understand how you would react in that uh, type of situation. So I get that. But, uh, you know, uh, we cut to the, uh, well, before we cut to the party, uh, we cut back at home 
when um you know Andrew he's like checking the footage of uh his camera that he uh, all the stuff they filmed the other day. And his dad comes uh, rushing in. You know, his dad is played by Michael Kelly. <laughs> you know, for those who don't know, he played in a few films. You know, uh, like most notably, he was in, uh, in uh, the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. And uh, he played uh, CJ. And that's another film I'm going to have to talk about in my future. But, uh, yeah, his dad, he's the dad on this movie. And uh, he's, he's drunk still. And he, you know, beats him and tells him, like, the next time I tell you to open the door, you open it. And stuff like that. And, you know, he just storms out. <laughs> And, um, you know, Andrew, he collects himself and, um, you know, we uh, cut to the next scene where uh, we see the party. And, um, you know, Andrew, he's at the party, he's filming, you know, trying to have a good time. And uh, Matt, you know, he's talking with uh, this uh, young lady who also has a camera. Um, uh, I forget her name, um, but she's also she's kind of like his like his girlfriend in the film. Well, you know, kind of like love interest a little bit, you know. They're not together, but it's like a little thing that they have, you know, they, you know, that they grow onto each other, you know, and, um, Andrew's, uh, filming like, uh, different angles of the party and, uh, he ends up pissing off this guy because like, once again, Andrew was filming a girl, you know, dancing, um, on some table or some stand and, um, the guy took offense to that and, um, decides to throw his drink in, uh, Andrew's face. And, you know, cusses him out, you know, talks trash to him. Andrew leaves the party. He goes outside and decides to, uh, you know, you know, basically be alone with himself and try to clean his camera off. And uh, we see uh, Steve, played by Michael B. Jordan, and uh, he approaches him and asks him, like, is he all right? You know, how's he doing and stuff? And he's like, oh, hey, you know, like, uh, like uh, we, we found something in the woods and um, we want to. Uh, we we need to um, use your camera. We want to try to get on tape and stuff. And um, he's like, like, oh, like, uh, like you guys want to film something? Who who was with you? He's like, oh, uh, Matt and stuff. Like, yeah, me and Matt, we found this uh this cool thing outside in the woods, and um, we want to get on tape. And um, so you know, Andrew, he's you know a little hesitant at first. You know, he does because he doesn't really know Steve. You know, he knows him from school, but he doesn't really hang out with him, so he doesn't really know him like that. But uh, you know, and uh, excuse me, uh, Steve tells Andrew to uh, trust him. He's like. He's like, come on, man, trust me, let, let's go, man, it'd be cool. And, you know, Andrew decides to go along with him. And uh, they go into the woods, and they, you know, they're talking among each other. And, you know, like, getting to know each other. Because uh, um, Steve, I guess, knew him from the past. And, um, you know, like, he was like, oh, yeah, Andrew, yeah. You, yeah, I remember, yeah, you always uh, wore that same hoodie and stuff like that. I guess it was a, a hoodie that uh, uh, that uh, Andrew always wore when he was a kid or something. He's like, oh, man, like, you, you remember this thing? And. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I got a thing for faces, man. That's why I'm going into politics and stuff, you know, because, um, you know, Steve, he's a politician, aspiring politician. He's he was like running for, uh, I guess, school president, I guess. And, uh, you know, he because he was another, you know, he was more popular than uh, than Matt. You know, he was like probably the most popular kid in the school, you know, you know, got all the girls, you know, a lot of attention. And, um, you know, it's understandably so because, you know, you like his personality. You like uh, Steve's personality. You know, Michael Jordan, he plays him very well. You know, he definitely, you could tell he definitely had fun with the role. And um, as Steve, I remember um, re, uh, listening to an interview where he was talking about the film and um, he was talking about how he read the script twice uh, the day he got it because he, he was so intrigued by the story and the character and um, the film as a whole. And um, he was re really proud to be a part of it. And um, uh, they, but anyway, they've gone back to the film. They, uh, they uh, get to this hole where uh, they see Matt and he's standing by this hole. And um, 
uh, they go down to get a closer look and see what, what Matt is uh, doing by this hole. And uh, they're like, oh, come on, man, you, you got to get closer. And, you know, like, you got to listen closer. And, they, um, you know, Andrew, he listens uh, closer uh, as uh, they're trying to, um, it's like they're trying to hear something because that's what they're trying to do. There is something down there that they want um, to get picked up on the camera. And we hear like this loud, like, it sounds like somebody uh, hit a stereo or somebody that hit uh, like a, like, you know, if you drop a microphone, it makes that loud, you know, you know, screeching noise. It's almost like someone dropped a big microphone or something like that, or it's like that, like somebody was trying to hook up a speaker or something. Like it, it, it's hard to pronounce or how to hard to explain, but um, it, it's almost like uh, someone dropped a big microphone and you heard like a loud screeching noise. But uh, you know, it's, it's clearly creepy and you know mysterious. And they're like, okay, like, like what is it down there? We got to figure out what's down there. You know, and um, Andrew and Matt, you know, they're hesitant and stuff. And uh, Michael B. Jordan, you know, Steve, he he decides to go ahead, you know, because he's the bravest one. He, he really wants to see what's down there making that noise. And uh, he jumps on down into the hole, <laughs> you know, which I wouldn't have did that. I, I've been scared to go down there myself. <laughs> but um, they, uh, then Mac goes in after, and then um, uh, Andrew decides to go in after to uh, go down to the hole as well. And um, they're in this cave, and um, it's, you know, it's damp, it's dark, and um, you know, the others, um, they're ahead of uh, Andrew. You know, he's calling out to him. He's like, where you guys at? Like, I can't, you know, see, barely see. You know, I can, you know, stinks down here. Come on, let's get out of here. And um, Steve pops out and, the, you know, basically does like a little jump scare at the camera. And um, uh, they, um, they're um, led down to um, this, uh, at the end of the cave. And um, they're led to this very large, uh, uh, stunning looking, but very at the same time creepy, uh, sparkling uh, crystal. You know, it's, it's a little hard to pronounce and um, describe, but uh, it's like a, it's almost like a, a large, it's like a large glassy ice looking crystal, and um, uh, it's actually an alien because um, we really don't we we they don't explain it, but I I'll talk about that a little later. But um, uh, they um see this crystal and um. It's glowing blue, and, it, and th this is what was giving off that sound, that, you know, microphone-type uh, sound. And, um, you know, they get a closer look at it, and as they're trying to get a closer look with the camera, it's, uh, you know, messing up the camera. The uh, camera's, like, jumping around, and the uh, picture's getting all scrambled and stuff because um, it, it's uh, too powerful um, to be um, shot. And, uh, uh, like, the... Um, how can I explain this? Um, the, the the thing starts moving. The um the uh, crystal it has these like veins on it instead of these little strange veins on it. And uh, cause Michael B. Jordan, Steve, he uh gets a closer look and he touches it and it starts to move. Like uh, it's almost like it's frightened by him. And then suddenly it turns red and um uh, uh they are like zapped or and knocked back somehow. It's it's almost like the thing attacks them. And then um. They're all like knocked unconscious, and um, we come to the next scene where they suddenly have superpowers, and um, you know they're using their powers to uh, they like throwing balls at each other, like throwing baseballs um, to one another, and um, they're <laughs> they hit each other in the faces and you know in the nuts and all this stuff, and and um because they're trying to see if they can use their powers to stop the balls from making contact with their faces or whatever, and um. Andrew, uh, he manages to do that. He stops um, a ball from making contact with his face as it's thrown at him. And we're seeing like, like 
whatever was in that cave gave them this ability to have a telekinesis. You know, because it's more it's, it's more telekinesis. It's not like they're shooting energy waves like Dragon Ball Z or anything like that. It's more like uh, telekinesis, like they can make things flow. They can they can lift things uh, from with their minds and uh, break things and have that they you know have enough strength. Um, <clears throat> because they start off, they're kind of weak with it. They you know they're they're new to it, obviously, and um, they're trying to uh, figure out what it is. They don't know what it is, but they're they're playing with it. They're you know yeah, they, they spend their time and days playing with this ability that they have. Like what I mean by playing with it, it's like they're testing it out there. You know moving cars with their minds they're playing with legos they're um you know um messing with people in stores and restaurants like 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 this is one scene where they they uh take a bear like they make a bear hover ab above this little girl and they scare her with it and um they uh uh this is a scene where uh matt tries to uh take some gum out of some guy's mouth that is chewing and um this owl he ends up knocking a guy over as he's trying to, you know, pull the gum out of his mouth with his uh, telekinesis power, but it doesn't. It, it, end up, it ends up not working, and um, you know, it's a lot of things. You know, like like at the like they're just having fun. Like they just okay, uh, you know, we're we're doing this. And, you know, they at the moment they think it's harmless fun until they realize they're getting stronger because uh they end up uh as they're driving down the street uh from the um the uh, marketplace they're um. Uh, uh, this car comes up behind us, a pickup truck. It, it, you know, it's a redneck in a pickup truck. Because he, Mark B. Jordan, he turns around, they're like, okay, what's this guy's problem? He's just honking all crazy. And he's like, oh, it's just some redneck asshole. Let's just ignore him. And then, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Andrew, he ends up, uh, you know, looking at the um guy's car, and um he ends up using his uh, telekinesis to try to, I think, it, we think he tried to maybe make him swerve a little bit. But he ends up uh, using too much of his power, and he knocks the guy off of uh, the road, like, and down into a ditch into a lake. And they're like, "Oh shit! Like, like, what'd you do, Andrew?" And they stop the car, and they, you know, get out, and um, they uh, have to, they try to assist this man. Like, he's in the, he's still in the car in the lake as the water is uh, sinking the um, car. Michael B. Jordan, um, Steve, he goes in uh, to rescue the. Uh, the redneck from the uh, car, and he ends up saving them, pulling them out, and um, they end up calling the police, and you know, just making up a story like, oh yeah, he's working off the road, and, and, you know, uh, you know, they they just make up a story. They're not gonna obviously tell him, tell the police what they did, um, but uh, yeah, um, they um, and after that scene, they tell they end up talking to each other like, hey, we can't use them um too much of his power. We're getting stronger and all this, and you know, we have to be careful with it, and um. You know, they basically make a set of rules and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like, like, oh, we can't use it when we're angry. We can't use it um, in public and, and all this, you know, and because they realize they're getting stronger and that this it, it, it can potentially get dangerous. And it does get dangerous, you know, because eventually, you know, they start to learn to fly. You know, they uh, they learn more uh, to uh, control more of their abilities. And, um, you know, Andrew, like he, you know, like I said, He's um, going through a lot of stuff with his mother. You know, she's, um, you know, critically ill and um, he's still going through drama with his father. <clears throat> and, um, you know, he's going through drama at school. And, um, you know, eventually, uh, you know, he uh, ends up, you know, snapping out, you know, after, uh, you know, he has an encounter with his father and um, it ends up, 
causing the death of uh, Steve. Um, you know, if you hadn't seen the film, you know what I'm talking. If you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. But if you hadn't seen the film, uh, he ends up killing Steve by mistake uh, through a, a lightning strike because um, they were in the air. They were like high up in the sky when um, they were having a conversation, and um, Andrew ended up using too much of his power on Steve. Um, he was he, he was trying to tell him to leave him alone, and you know he needed to um, you know just um, get out of his face and you know let him be alone. But he ends up killing Steve and um, in the process of his anger. And it's a little hard to explain, but uh, you know, it was a pretty sad scene because of uh, you know, we really like uh, Steve's character and um, you know, when he died, Andrew uh know, knows that he's too strong and that he's too powerful. But um one thing leads to another. Um Andrew, uh Andrew's mother passes away, you know, uh, because he was trying to get money to uh buy some medicine from her for her um uh, for her um illness, uh, her cancer illness that she was dealing with. But he ended up didn't have the money, so he ended up trying to rob some local thugs and robbing a gas station. But he ends up uh, getting blown up in the process because um, he, uh, the gas station uh, attendant uh, ends up shooting a gas tank as he was trying to leave with the money. And um, he ends up uh, getting burned real severely um, in the explosion. He's taken to the hospital. Um, and uh, one thing leads to another. Uh, his dad like comes up in his face and tries to you know, yelling at him as he's in this, you know, hospital bed in a coma, and uh, he suddenly awakens and um, causes, like, the room to explode, and um, he basically, basically, um, chaos breaks out. Uh, Andrew basically snaps out and starts going on a rampage, similar to how Carrie did in the movie Carrie, how he was, uh, how she uh, snapped out after uh, she had the blood poured on her at the prom, and uh, she just snapped out and started killing everybody. That's, this is basically what Andrew does. He basically just goes on a rampage um, throughout the city and um, of Seattle and starts just, you know, throwing cars around and, you know, throwing trucks everywhere and, you know, starting trouble. <laughs> and uh, he, him and, uh, and um, Matt, you know, he uh, tracks uh, Andrew down, you know, figures out, figures out what he's doing and he's trying to, uh, you know, get control of uh, his cousin and stop him from um, hurting people and going on a rampage and um, destroying the city. But, uh, uh, you know, one thing leads to another, get into this big fight brawl around the city, destroying buildings, and everyone's getting this on camera. You know, it's pretty, it's a pretty epic sequence, um, climax to this film, uh, this fight and um, this uh, destruction that is going on in the city of Seattle. And um, one thing leads to another, uh, Matt uh, ends up killing Andrew with a, 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 the statue of a spear. He ends up using a, a the statue of a spear on um, Andrew and um, he is uh, um, taking him out with that, you know, cause uh, Andrew was too powerful. You know, he was just, um, you know, destroying everything and destroying anyone in his path. You know, he was just, he wasn't going to stop. He was just on the rampage. But, uh, you know, after that, you know, Matt, he fl flies out of the city and, um, you know, he flies uh, overseas to uh, Tibet because um, we, we, we don't see it, but well, we see him fly to Tibet, but, um, because earlier in the film, uh, Andrew was talking about how he always wanted to go to Tibet and um, they, uh, that he wanted to fly around the world with Steve and uh, Andrew. Just, you know, you know, see Tibet and see other, uh, learn about different cultures and, uh, you know, to see different people. And um, he uh, uh, obviously won't, never got that uh, chance uh, due to his, uh, his demise. But um, his uh, cousin ends up uh, flying to Tibet and uh, he, he has the camera. And um, 
he you know talks to uh, Andrew like through the camera like you know he's it's like he's he's talking to him in spirit you know we we don't see that he obviously knows this but um he tells him like hey man I'm sorry this had all had to happen and uh, he said uh, I'm gonna find out what happened to us and stuff like that down that hole and um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get answers and stuff and um you know he tells him hey man you made it to Tibet and uh, he we see the uh, country and um, scenery and um and um. Andrew, he, um, not Andrew, excuse me, but Matt, he ends up, you know, flying away. And, you know, he tells his cousin goodbye that, that he loves him. And he, he ends up flying away. And uh, that's the end of the film. And uh, like I said, I thought this movie was very good. I thought it was well shot. I thought it was well written and uh, well acted. I thought all three of the leads um, did an incredible job. And um, I thought it was a mysterious film. I remember seeing um, seeing the movie when it came out in theaters uh, back in 2012. <clears throat> I went to go see it all open the night. And, um, I had a good time. I had, you know, I had a good time, you know, so, you know, the story is a, it's a little depressing, you know, at times, you know, you feel bad for Andrew as, you know, he's being bullied and the, and the things that he go he goes through with his family and, you know, what led him to snap out, you know, and, um, wick havoc on, um, others that, uh, did, that done him wrong or so he thought would have did him, did him wrong. But, um, the movie Chronicle, it, it was a great film. It, it, it it did well at the box office. It, it was actually going to get a sequel at one point, but uh, it never got made for some reason. Because uh, uh, Max Landis, he ended up writing the script. Because, uh, um, like I said, the script never got made. But uh, um, it wasn't. It wasn't going to be called Chronicle Two. It was going to be called something else. But it was a sequel to Chronicle. Because um, uh, the Matt character was going to return. It was going to center around a new protagonist. Uh, I think it was going to be a young woman who also had the telekinesis ability. And um, but we were going to see uh, other char- uh, other characters along as, as well as new characters. And uh, um, but uh, we were going to f- and we were also going to find out the origin of what they encountered in the whole. It, like I said, it was actually an alien because uh, we were going to find out in a sequel uh, that it was an alien from, um, I guess, space or something like that. And I guess the government knew about it and, you know, they were trying to keep it covered up. But, uh, you know, like we'll never know because, like I said, you know, the film never got made. But um, it, it, it's a bummer because I really want to see a uh, really want to see a continuation of this story and see how things would unfold. You know, it's actually one of my uh, favorite films. Uh, you know, sci-fi movies. So it's pretty good. You know, I've seen it you know thousand times, and um, but it's a pretty good film. But if you hadn't seen it, uh, check it out. It's Chronicle uh, from 2012. Like I said, um, it's a good movie. Um, I think you'll have a good time with it. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Um, I think I'm gonna do another uh, found footage type. Well, well, not, well, it's not a found footage type movie. Uh, it's it's um it, it's gonna feel like that for my next review. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what it is yet, but uh, it's um it's gonna uh and, but it's gonna involve uh horror and radiation. <laughs> so uh, I think you guys enjoy that. So I'll see you next one. Uh, y'all stay safe out there, and um, see you in the next one.